Hello, hello. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> that was Sarah. Could you tell? I tried to do my American accent. Hello, hello. Oh, oh. you're so cute. Welcome to the Mother Days, yes, everybody. Hey, hey. Welcome, guys. We are excited to be back with another episode. Sarah, what are we talking about today? Well, today we are actually pulling from our little Rolodex of ideas from all of you Daisy listeners. And um, today we're going to talk about manifesting, talking about manifesting with your kids. I have a really fun follow-up story to The Red String. If any of you listened to our episode with Rachel and Olivia on Broad Ideas, I talked about this um, New Year intention thing that I did and this uh, Red String. And so I have a follow-up to that, which is going to be really exciting. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. We also wanted to dive into topics such as having a positive outlook with your kids. I think I'm so scarred by people saying, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I feel like I'm such an optimistic person. And yeah. I'd always have like my sciencey friends be like, well, I'm a realist. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, what does that mean? Does it mean my dreams have to be crushed? Mm. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to be talking about anxiety in children, mindfulness with kids, just talking about all that good stuff and, and also how we fold that into our own lives. Yes. So can we please hear about this red string? Yes. I know the story. <laughs> it is so profound. <laughs> and I was like, you need to share this on the podcast. I know. Okay. So um, if you didn't listen to our episode on Broad Ideas, um, Here's with where Rachel Bilson. With Rachel Bilson and Olivia. And Olivia Allen. Um, so what happened was, is that at the beginning of the year, I got this um, email blast. If anybody else follows Laura Lynn Jackson, she is the author of Signs. Um, she actually wrote a book before that, but Signs is the one that I read and I loved. And I talked a little bit about it on her podcast that I started reading it. And then when I was like seven pages in, this crazy thing happened where I... 
I had like was trying to figure out what sign to ask my dad for because the whole book is about like creating your own language with the universe and to your people and your team of light on the other side. And so um, I was starting to read it and I was like, wow, this is really fascinating. I feel like my dad, you know, if he was earth side, he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of silly. I was like, but now that he's on the other side, I'm sure he's also trying to figure out how to communicate with me. Right. And he was a pastor. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he believed in God and heaven and all of these things. So anyway, um, I was sitting there trying to figure out what to ask my dad for. And I was like, should I ask him for a butterfly or a bird? And I'm like all over the place with where I was asking. And um, I went to open my computer to send an email. And then my computer email was sitting in 2007. And I was like, that's weird. And so I started scrolling and it was like yellow um, highlighted on this one email. And it, you know, like the way that they do spam. And it was an email from my dad from 2007. And I clicked on it and it said, hi, Sarah, I've been trying to reach you. Call me dad. And I was like, what? Oh, my gosh, this is so crazy. I know. And so that was wild. And so I was like, "Okay, I'm hooked. Right. And I signed up for (laughs) I signed up for Laurel and Jackson's like newsletter and everything. And so the beginning of the year, she sent out this really beautiful email that was just about like manifesting your year. And, you know, just everything was just very like light and wonderful. And she talks about how write down the things from last year that didn't serve you and then write down your intentions like for this year and then write down your team of light and ask them for a sign. And so I actually was thinking about it and I dreamt that I asked my team of light for a red string to send me a red string. And I was like, um, okay, that's weird. Like, did I think that? Did I dream it? Did I actually ask for it? And I was like, kind of random. It's so (laughs) random. So I wrote it down in my brand new journal I bought because Teresa got a journal for um, Christmas from her husband. And I was like, I want a journal to manifest it. So I got my own. (laughs) And and so I wrote down in this journal my team of light. So it was like my dad, my brother, Megan, you know, my my doctor. And then next to it, I was like, I love you so much. And I know you're really busy up there and you got a lot of people to tend to. But I'm putting you on my team of light. And then um, my dogs, just like all this, you know, all these people. And underneath all of that, I wrote uh, a red string and I circled it and put all these asterisks by it. And then um, seven days later, I was sitting at a mommy and me class with my friend Anna. And there was this like orange like piece of plastic in the yard. And I looked at it and I was like, what's that? And Anna was like, are you thinking that's your red string? And I was like, Oh, no. And she's like, don't think about it. She's like, it'll come when it's supposed to come. And I was like, OK, you're right. You're right. I'm just going to let it go. The next day I get a package in the mail and it's a shirt, a white thermal that I ordered. And it's from this amazing brand that only makes white, black and gray pieces. And so I pull out the shirt. I go to put it on. And as I'm putting it on, I was like, wait, what did I just see? And I turn it up inside out. And in the very bottom seam, sewn into only like about three inches of the bottom seam and with a little piece sticking out is a red string mic drop (laughs) oh my gosh in a white a plain white a plain white thermal (laughs) shirt yes a plain white thermal shirt where the serger, if you know anything about sewing, because my mom was a sewer, where the serger like surges at the very bottom of the seam of the shirt, it's like surged into it 
for like three inches oh, of the bottom. And then it's just kind of peeking out, like sticking out. And I've washed the How shirt so many happen? times. I know. I've washed the shirt so many times now. The red string is still there. So I see it every time I go to put it on. I'm like, the red string. And it's oh just crazy. Gosh. And so I got this like... You know, somebody was asking me, like, what does it even mean? And I was like, it just it's just my connection to the other. So I'm just asked for this, like, connection. And I'm like, do you do you know, do you hear me when I'm speaking to you? Do you? It's just like mm-hmm. this thing where I can I'm sort of affirming the connection to the other side. And um, as I go throughout this year, like as I'm journaling, as I'm sitting in this meditation, like that just made me feel so good to know that 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 connection is there, if that makes sense. Guys, you know what we always say at the Mother Days, you can't pour from an empty cup. That's why nourishing ourselves with beautiful, healthy meals is so important so that you can fill yourself up and then tend to the needs of everyone else in your family. Eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled and feeling good all day long. You have over 35 different options to choose from every single week. So you never get bored with the food choices. And you know how crazy it is during the week trying to like prep meals and you got to run the kids to their different games and like after school activities. Well, the cool thing about Factor is they have these two minute meals. So they're ready to serve, heat up whenever that you need to. They have everything from like pancakes, smoothies, a wide variety of easy options for breakfast, midday buys, whatever it is that you need to do to like make it fit for your family. There's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup needed. Um, It's very flexible for your schedule. And you know that I love a coupon. Like I love saving money. Well, they have this sign up and save (laughs) and they've done the math. So factor is way less expensive than takeout food. And every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. So guys, head to factormeals.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off. That's days with a Z-E. That's code motherdays50 at factormeals.com slash motherdays50 to get 50% off. Yeah. We all know how busy life gets being a parent and it really doesn't leave a whole lot of room for other things like logistics and finances. But did you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Check this out. Okay, so imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. (laughs) I mean... Think of all the cash back that you would get on boxes of pasta. I mean, that's what Esme loves or uh, bags of chips. Me, I love that. Well, NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. This was such a game changer for me. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cash back? I could think of a few things. How about a getaway with your girlfriends or a nice little weekend with your partner? Or how about a spa day with some hot stones? (laughs) Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And you're on the right path. Yeah. And it's like, I I feel like Sarah a few years ago might have been mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know, like maybe just a coincidence. Or, right. And I, I used to always try and chalk up these things as, oh, well, there's got to be some sort of scientific explanation behind it and then when I finally let go and understood like you know what none of us none of us have all the answers that's the right universe mm-hmm. it's so vast and huge and epic and it's just so expansive that of course there are millions upon millions of things that we can't quite grasp yes and one of them is death one of them is like where to what's a soul spirit all these things so I'm always saying I'm open. I believe in any of it, all of it. <laughs> it could all be possible. I even spoke to my dad the other day. I was like, Dad, because um, I've talked about dad, you know, last week on the podcast. I was talking about how my dad's like very scientific and he's a very smart academic man. Yes. Um, and I was telling him about this job that I just got. And so this job is with a producer friend of mine who I worked with so many years ago and she just kind of came into my mind in the last, uh, I'd say in the last year and I was like, I really, really, really want to work with her again. She's such Mm. a beautiful person, had such a wonderful time. Like I'm just going to manifest it. I'm going to like chuck it on my manifest board. And I was telling my dad this story. How did you feel when you were telling your dad this story? Well, I just had this weird feeling to tell him yeah and okay. I started the story and I was like oh god this isn't uh, this is just gonna be met with crickets or my dad will do an eye roll or something <laughs> and that isn't what happened so I oh just okay. I got there he was like how how's work tell me about this new uh, movie I looked up the producer Teresa and she's fantastic and I was like I know dad I've got to tell you this crazy story and it just sort of spilled out of me um whereas I feel like a few years ago I'd be I'd hold that very close yes. to the chest and not share that with my dad and my oh stepmom my um and I was like look I decided this was about maybe three months ago. I hosted at my house all my girlfriends. I talk about them a lot, Sarah. Uh, we've got this like spiritual mums group <laughs> in LA and we all were a part of this mummy and me group. Yes. We all went to the pump station together and it sort of morphed into this like mindfulness mummy group where we would go and meet with this therapist um, called Jennifer Wahlberger and she would sit with us and she actually wrote a book about sleep Mm -hmm. for children. I think it's called The Sleep Easy Solution. Anyway, so Jennifer Wahlberger would lead these sessions with these women and everyone would just crack open and share everything that we were going through and navigating and we'd talk about anxiety and depression and fear and it was just this beautiful community of women just trying to get through parenthood and all the things that were being thrown at us and it was such a wonderful once a month kind of thing. So we're all on a text thread 
and the girls, a lot of my friends are sort of going through a few things and someone just threw out, oh, I just want to do a vision board night. And I was like, right, perfect. We'll do it at my house. I'll host it. And I led the girls oh. through essentially a night of manifesting. I want to do that. <laughs> I know. Well, I am actually currently writing a course on manifesting. Oh, which, amazing. Um, is, okay. Yes. It's something that I've been working on. And I finally got the confidence to do it because I'm seeing that it's Real, so many things are coming to fruition. Yes. So what I did was I had everyone come over and we started with, similar to what you said, Sarah, um, about the book you were reading, a purging. So self-critical voice, that the voice that comes in and tells us that we're not good enough. That's right. And so we purged and we we said all the things out loud and we and then we wrote things down. We burnt them in the fire pit. Yeah. We're like, no. Yeah. We, those things aren't true about ourselves. And then we sat around, we started cutting out images and put, putting them on our board. And as we were doing that, we would, I gave everyone a little journal to write and everyone would write down what each picture meant to them and what they were doing. And so I focused on this producer. She was one of my main parts of my board that night. And at the end of the night, we ended up doing a share. So we'd all go around and we'd talk about our boards and um, we had to talk in present tense, like this is happening. Yeah. So I was like, I'm working with this person. It's incredible. It's a oh role that I'm so excited about and just takes things next level. I shit you not. The next morning I get a text message from a number that I do not have saved in my phone. Oh, my God. And it's the producer. Oh. And she's like, hey, Teresa, it's me, da-da-da. Um, just checking, are you going to be in Sydney anytime soon? Oh and I was like, oh, my God. In fact, I'm going to Sydney tonight. <laughs> and then we found out that I was renting a house three streets away from her oh in Sydney. Oh, my God. I was working on the fall guy three streets away and she was – and. And then we just were having this conversation and I was thinking in my head, oh, my gosh, is this going to lead? Like, what is this? Like, are we just hanging out? Should I just tell her I really want to work with you? And then she was like, I have a script for you. And she sent me a script. I read it on the plane. I landed. I told her how much I loved the script. And now it's the next job I'm doing. Oh, so I started in what? a month and a half. I know. And it happened so quickly like that um, is and I have to crazy. think that's not just a coincidence no it's not a coincidence it, it's but how did your dad so when you were telling your dad this how did I told him this whole thing <laughs> and what did he say and he he told me a story he was like well you know I think there really is something to writing down yes. your goals writing down yeah. your things that you are trying to bring in mm. my dad's like there is something to that because he told me that back in the 1980s my dad became a very successful gambler so oh. he used to gamble on um, horses and dog racing and he came up with this really cool system of um, comparing horse statistics and he actually sold this program because he was a computer programmer as well oh my gosh but he wrote down everything that he was passionate about and that he was he felt that he really excelled in and it, it, he's more like a mathematician like what was the probability of these things becoming right. successful so then he just picked gambling which by the way I would say probably doesn't have a huge probability of success. And he put his everything into it. He truly believed in it and it became a very successful professional gambler and made a lot of money from it and then sold this program that he created. So he, in fact, had this reaction where he was like, 
I think there's something to it. And this is why I think there's something to it. This happened to me back in the 80s and, you know, it happened. And it was just so interesting to have this narrative of like what I think his beliefs are. Yes. And then to have him totally pivot and to be like, yeah, wow, that's really interesting. And I show, I even showed him my little manifest board that I had put as a screensaver oh on my gosh. phone. And he was like, I think that's very good, darling. Oh, <laughs> wild. That wild, is so guys. crazy. Okay, so the story is insane. I remember yeah. you writing me like when all of this was happening because you and I were talking about manifesting and like this, all this stuff with our new year and like the, you know, what, what we were going to do. And, um, and then I was so blown away when she texted you. And, and now mm. this is the movie that you're going to do right now. That is so crazy. A dream A dream movie. Dream movie. <laughs> And I wanted to just talk about, it's such an interesting thing. I feel like I'm coming out of my shell a bit more in terms of feeling confident enough to talk about how much I believe in this because I truly think that so much of my life, even subconsciously, I have been manifesting. And Mm -hmm. now consciously I can look back and be like, wow, I can connect all the dots and realize where it came from. So I thought, wow, I just kind of knew to do that when I was a teenager But wouldn't it be so empowering as parents to be able to instill in our children the idea that their dreams can come true? Yes. And if they just believe and if they keep moving towards those goals, they can come true. Instead of cutting like that tall poppy syndrome, oh, gosh, it's so rife here in Australia, where you sort of cut people down a little bit as they're growing up tall and feeling good about what they're achieving. Mm. There's this tendency in... A lot of it comes from the Australian media to come in and sort of slice people down, cut them down at the legs, they say, like cut them at the knees and they fall. And I just want to say like to empower our children to think that anything at all is possible mm-hmm. is such a beautiful way to help set them up to have a positive outlook. And researchers say children with a positive outlook mm. end up becoming more successful That's right. and they are happier. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the rates, it's like 5.8 million kids dealing with anxiety yeah. in the United States alone and 2.7 million dealing with depression. Even if it's, you call it manifesting, you call it positivity, mm-hmm. whatever gratitude. it is, being optimistic, mm-hmm. gratitude, instilling that in your kids in such a young age is only going to set them up for success in their later years. And look at what happened with Mark. Like go back to our Mark episode and look at what happened with Mm -hmm. him. And he had a dream that he focused on and this is what he was going to do. And he set his mind to it and he made his dreams come true from like coming from a place where he's living on the streets, you know, with his mom. And like, that's amazing. And so and I think that, you know, the part that some people I think get sticky on is they're like, oh, well, you can't just like be like, well, this is what I want to happen. So I'm going to wait for it to happen. Like, that's not what it is. You know, you're showing your kids that like their dreams can come true, but you're also giving them a sort of guidebook of like how to do it. So if you were going to sit down with, you know, your children and say, let's talk about what you want to manifest for the year. And the way that I did it at the beginning of the year was like, I sat down with my kids and I was like, let's go around. And I sort of went off of Laura's like Laura Lynn Jackson. (laughs) Um, I went (laughs) off of it one day. We're going to get her on this podcast one day. Yes, we Um, are. (laughs) Let's manifest it. Let's manifest. (laughs) Exactly. I love you. 
Um, but I kind of <laughs> used like her thing as a guide map with my kids. But I was just kind of like, you know, what was something last year that didn't serve you? And um, my, my son jumped right up and said, and I may have already shared this on here, but he immediately was like, um, well, actually, last year, I felt like I just kept in every every single morning, I was delaying getting out of bed. And I knew it was time for me to get up and I needed to get all of my stuff done, you know, because he unloads the dishwasher and he gets his like school uniform on and he feeds the dogs and like all this stuff. And he's like, I just kept delaying and delaying. And, and then I end up like rushing around and running out of time and it doesn't feel good. I want to let that go. And I want to get up as soon as I wake up in the morning, I want to get up. And I was like, wow, like, that's amazing, you know? And so, <laughs> and I had, you know, stuff from last year that I wanted to let go of and things that just weren't serving me. And so I talked about it. And then Esme had hers. I don't remember what it was, but, but very funny. And then Winter said something herself, <laughs> you know? And then, um, and then we talked about things that we wanted to like, you know, set out for the year. And then we sat down and we talked about, you know, if we ever want to like move into a new house, what would that house look mm -hmm. like? And I had everybody tell me like different parts of the house. What, you know, what would you like to see in the and backyard? Does it seem like and the same house? Like oh, yes. Everyone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Everybody. Like wow. I had, and it's funny because we all sort of, there's a diff, something different for every person that is meaningful. So for Wyatt, like, you know, he really wants a pool. And for Esme, she mm -hmm. wants a room to share with her sister. And for me, I'm like, I kind of love the idea of this like big open kitchen that has like a breakfast nook, but also has a fireplace in it to where you could be cozy by wow. the fireplace and like eat and have the kitchen and it overlooks the backyard. And so that to me is just like this dreamy, cozy cooking. Everybody's playing. There's a fire. Like that whole vibe was so beautiful to me. And so I wrote that down. And then there's like stuff that Eric talked about. And and then there was like this one Instagram that I follow all the time, Amber Interiors. And I was like, and I want it to look like an Amber Interiors ad. You know, oh, and so, so good. and then you take the pictures. Yes, take and, the pictures and, and like put it all together. That's right. And so anyway, that's what I mean is that like giving them a little bit of a guide map, and you're not saying, okay, guys, we're gonna sit down and manifest. It's like we're sitting down and doing this thing together, and here's how we do it. This is how we make our mm -hmm. dreams come true. Because as we've discussed before, the universe like puts these things in front of you, and you know you. It's either you take it, you work towards it, you fight for that goal or whatever mm -hmm. it is, or you just kind of like let it pass you by because it's scary or it's out of reach or like whatever that your you know, mind is telling you. So Tez, how do you do Absolutely. it with your kids? Tell it, lay it, lay it out. Yeah. So I think you just, you touched on something that I think is really important when I've been so deep in the manifesting world, law of attraction world, because I've been writing this course and I've only just started. It's got four modules and I've just <laughs> like barely started module one. Um, but I think a lot, I think a lot of it is people like, oh, whatever, that doesn't work. I just think about a new car I want and it just doesn't arrive. Mm. Like that defeats the purpose of what the law of attraction really is. Mm. And I always talk about this idea of the inspired action, taking inspired action. And if you want to go deep, 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 we always recommend the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast by Stephanie Keith. Sarah and I are a huge, huge fan of hers. Um, but it's like, the universe will drop those little nuggets and you take them and you make the action. You take that action. Mm -hmm. For instance, how I really like Sarah, I wanted a new home, a 
bigger home, a home where everyone had their own bedroom. We were living in a house where, you know, one bedroom had three children sharing a bed. And I was like, no, I want to up level. I want something more. And my inspired action for that was going onto Redfin, the real estate site, finding a house that I like the look of and actually go physically going to the open house and looking around and feeling what it felt like room by room to be living in that house. And then sure enough, that ended up <laughs> becoming my house, <laughs> um, which is so wild. And another to me, one of that them. sounds a little bit like you should write a course on manifesting now that you've told us about the house and also about the director just saying, and I'm just going to slip a few oh, things over for you to manifest for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. But so with the kids, it's, it's a word that we use a lot in our family. Um, and I think a lot of people in our orbit reflect it back to us. So yes. I was like, you guys manifest, you manifest. And so my kids have grown up hearing this yes. word a lot. And it was probably not until about a year and a half ago where we started talking about like, hey, what is manifesting? What do you believe in? And um, I sort of explained it in a way where it's like just putting out into the universe like goodness. Just first of all, first and foremost, just being a good person. Yes. How can you like tap into your heart and your soul and be the kindest, best person you can be? So mm. that's always been just this through line in our family. Like let's just be good. Second, grateful. Let's be so grateful for everything that we have. And, yes. you know, I remind my kids on a daily basis, if they start sort of complaining about something, I'm like, guys, let's take, let's take a deep breath. Let's look around us. Let's look at the things that we have. And mm. maybe we'll go into their room and look at, look at the artwork that they've put up on the walls and like, oh, so grateful for your talent. Mm. So grateful for, you know, the cat Aslan because the kids have been wanting another pet. And I'm like, but look <laughs> at our beautiful pets that we already have. We have two gorgeous dogs. We have a cat. Like, let's be grateful. Some people don't even have pets. But you don't have a bearded um, dragon. So I'm just We saying. don't have a bearded dragon. <laughs> we do have a snail called Gary. And oh Gary was found yesterday nice. in uh, the yard. Great. And um, mummy had to go and buy a whole aquarium Stop for it. her and learn about how to look after snails. <laughs> and now we've had Gary. And Gary went to school for show and tell with Poet. Oh my God. Um, and it. she tried to take him again to school today. I was like, everyone's seen Gary. They were very excited <laughs> by Gary yesterday. And I think it's time to leave Gary here. Actually, would you, do you guys want to see Gary? Yeah, He's right we want to see Gary. I'm going to show you. For the people who are watching, Do, is it like, Gary. is it true that, oh, she doesn't have her headphones on? Okay, she's walked away. She's coming Gary. back. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is Gary the snail. Um, it's also just, and he's, that's an amazing name. Gary is an amazing name for a snail. <laughs> isn't that so funny? Where is Gale? Is oh, it, Gary? Where's the Gaza? Is it true um, that um, snails carry salmonella on their, on their oh, shells? You and Mark are seriously as bad as each other. He like he was like he was like, don't touch the snail, don't let them and I was like, I grew up holding like a million snails on my body. Like the, we're not gonna be the parents. It's like don't touch the snail. Oh my God. I, do you okay. know what? The moment Mark mentioned it, I was like, go away. You're not gonna spoil her fun. She's got her I was like, she can just wash her hands. No, wash her I hands have a lot after. of pictures of Esme carrying snails around, but I did look it up one time and I was like, oh oh my God. <laughs> That's horrifying. I know. <laughs> probably, probably. But anyway, um, so, yeah, with the kids it's just about really like keeping that open line mm. of communication. They know their dad's story. They know that he was a little boy who was living in 
uh, dilapidated homes and was homeless and lived in a car and had this really crazy life story and then became a movie star and a direct, a successful filmmaker and, you know, like got himself out of that situation. So my kids truly fundamentally believe that their dreams mean something. Yes. And it's just such a beautiful thing to instill in them. Bodhi right now, he believes that he's going to be professional basketball player and that's amazing. (laughs) I want him to feel that. He can go for it. He wants to do more training. So he in his own way is trying to take the inspired action to meet that goal. He's like waking up early for his training. He's joined another team here in the Adelaide Hills because he just wants to keep it up. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing because, you know, life does, it does, like sometimes it can make you jaded and it can can totally make you feel like – you're feeling positive, you're feeling good about something and then you hit a roadblock and you can be thrown off kilter and all of a sudden be like, oh, that's not going to happen anyway, so why should I even have that dream? Mm. You know, that yeah. that react, the, when people come in and be like, oh, just be a realist. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, no, be a dreamist. <laughs> it's so true. And I do love, you know, that was a through line, I think, for the, for the episode that we did with Mark as well. By the way, if you guys can hear rain, it's been pouring down rain in California and it's raining now and I'm in an Airstream. So it sounds like it's raining on a tin can. Um, that's what you're hearing. <laughs> um, but I think a through line in his whole story that he told was gratitude. And, um, you know, we've talked about that a lot, but, um, you know, that throwing around that word gratitude, gratitude, it's like, but if you really sit in that and go like, okay, just like he said in the episode, like, okay, the first thing that I can do is like, say that I'm grateful, I'm breathing, I'm healthy, you know, I have my family that's around me. And so those are all things that you can sort of tap into. But when you really start all of it, every, you know, all of this like manifesting or thinking about these positive intentions or sitting in mindfulness. And if you start thinking about the things that you're grateful for, it really puts you in a different place. Um, and, and for your kids too, you know, like they sit there with smiles on their faces, talking about the things that they are grateful for. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the times it's like, Things that are sort of unexpected. It's like, oh, you know, for winter, she's like, I really love my Mirabelle glasses, you know, or like, (laughs) you know, like for why I love them too. I know me too. (laughs) You know, why he's like grateful for, you know, his like he's on swim team and he's like so proud of it. And he had his first swim uh, meet. I'm trying to figure out all the lingo for swim now because I didn't grow up with swim. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even have a swim at my school. Um, and so anyway, like it's just really beautiful. Those things that kind of come out of them. And then when you're talking about the things, um, that you're wanting to set intentions for, or the things that are happening or, you know, however you want to say that, like, it's so nice to do that and sort of set your, set it up as a family and talk about it as a family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that it gives children something to be passionate about, to really mm-hmm. think about the things that like make them feel good. And yeah. we hear so much. And maybe there's people listening being like, I don't feel really passionate about the job that I'm in. Yeah. I mean, we hear that time and time again. And I think having just that the that work ethic and having that that support for your kids from such a young age to know that you don't have to be in a job that makes you miserable. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. You can 
really from such a young age lean into the things that you that light you up that make you feel excited right. and whatever that may be you know for Forrest right now like he really loves drumming like drumming is a thing drumming and <laughs> art are his things and so he's that. like I want to be an artist when I'm older I want to yeah. be an artist and I was like and you will be an artist if he takes the steps towards reaching that goal mm-hmm. he will become that um, and they really believe in that and I just it's so hard because life can sort of take that optimism away from you yes. because of a series of events mm-hmm. and I just um I think starting from such a young age to think about doing daily affirmations with your kids Mm. and meditating with your children and having them just even in the schoolyard looking around and if there's, I call them spirit poppers, I've talked about it before, if there's like a kid who's being a spirit popper to another kid who has a big belief or they they come out and they try something a little bit left of centre and, you know, maybe they're really interested in something that might not be quote unquote the cool thing at the school I hate the spirit poppers that come in and like they pop the balloon they pop your spirit and they're like oh well that sucks that's boring you're a loser yeah like that's crap whatever it is it starts in the schoolyard so if we are teaching our children to be as kind as possible and to be the yes and people Mm. then that's amazing like Bodie was saying the other day there's like a little kid a little dude at his school who loves dancing he just loves dancing Mm. he's passionate about it he does jazz he does this he does that and and Bodhi was like oh I'm pretty sure some of the kids were teasing him about it and I was like Mm. yeah and then you get to be the kid that's like that is so cool I love that you do that I love that makes you really happy that's so great you know what makes me happy basketball makes me happy like Mm. show me some of your moves like wow that's so cool I'll show you some of mine like I was like, you get to be that kid. Yes. And then that will affect change in your school, That's right. in in your friendship group. And there was like a, a, a war, they were calling it a war going on <laughs> in his year level. And Bodhi, like it's hard because like we dip in and out of schools depending yeah. on where we are. So he hadn't been at school for a few months and he came back home and he was like, oh, mum, like, a lot of the kids aren't friends anymore. Something happened when I was gone and there's been this big rift and we were all in the teacher's office and we're all trying to talk about how to repair. And Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, what a great opportunity to be. Like you get to be the glue that brings everyone back together because you are the one that pops in and out. So go in there and be like, oh my gosh, we're better together. We're stronger together. Mm. You love being friends with both both gangs. I was like, bring it together. So... I had a, um, and he, I said on Monday, go in there and be like, I'm going to do, I'm going to start a truce. I'm going to do a truce. I'm going to bring them together. Mm. And this is what we're going to do. And I told him, Mark and I gave him some language to use with the kids on why they should come together. And he used the language and I picked him up from school and I was so excited to hear how it went. And I got a a message from the mum of one of the kids who was feeling bullied by this situation and she was like it like we had months of like interventions with the teachers and the principal and then Bodhi comes in and is like hey guys let's just all be friends like we're better together we're stronger together and I was like oh my gosh he used the language (laughs) and they're all just hanging out and I was like cool that is such a great opportunity and you can continue that throughout your life just always looking for those ways to like Mm just bring people together and uplift them rather than cut them down or tell them that their dreams are unachievable because that's not true. Yeah. Wow. 
That is so beautiful. What an amazing story. And it makes me think of Esme. Um, There's been some back and forth with some kids in in her class. And we have a lot of conversations about, you know, sitting down and having a talk with, you know, some kids get upset if you're not playing, if you're playing with one kid and another kid who's your friend is like, but I don't want you to play with that person. I just want you to play with me. And Esme (laughs) came to us one day and she's like, I need to have a meeting with my teacher. And I was like, okay. And so we sat down. I was like, she wants to have a meeting with you? And she was wants me there. And so she goes, sits down and she's like, you know, I told such and such friend, like, I just because I'm playing with this person doesn't mean that I don't love you. I can play with her and I can also play with you. And I love you both. But if you tell me that I can't play with her, then that makes me sad and that makes her sad. And so she's like telling me what she's saying. And I'm like, I feel like this is a conversation that I've had with her at home about siblings or like whatever it is, you know, and you kind of see that the like language that you're using with them about, you know, just like how you're trying to communicate, how it transfers over. And so I'm sitting in this, Mm -hmm. um, in this like meeting with her and her teacher and I'm hearing her say this and I'm like, I feel like her and Eric had this talk recently and she's like carrying this language over and it's so beautiful. And I'm like getting misty and, you know, but it's like, it's so, it's so nice to see that even at kindergarten when they can sit there Mm -hmm. and go like, just because I'm doing this doesn't mean that I don't love you. And I want you to know that. And uh, anyway, it was just so, so cute. And that Bodhi story made me think of it. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yeah, it's so beautiful, but it's on us, isn't it, really, as parents to instill these things in our children. And, you know, there are lots of really wonderful ways that you can do it. There's this, if you guys go on to um, either Spotify or Apple Music, there's this great kids guided meditation Mm, stories, which is so amazing. Yeah, it's so good. So it's called uh, the New Horizon Holistic Center. And they have about eight or nine different albums with these wonderful stories. And we actually use a lot of them to help our kids go to sleep. Mm. But it's about gratitude and presence. And it's teaching like really beautiful stories to kids in a way that's palatable for young children. Mm. And we've been listening to them for about four or five years. The woman's voice is like, it's like a lullaby. and our kids love it. It's just something that they really enjoy. And I feel like the messaging is so sweet. And even if you can find little moments in your day to fold in a bit of mindfulness like this, whether it's a meditation at the end of the night to help calm them down and get them ready to bed, to go to bed, or if it's doing some deep breathing. Uh, I know Mark's mum used to do affirmations with him mm. and they would write them together. I think that's, you know, because we're seeing such a spike in anxiety with children, yes. You know, anxiety is about fear, about worrying about the future. And I think ensuring that kids can just be moment to moment, which kids should be. I mean, it's us adults that like let our minds run run away with us. But that's right. We're seeing it happening more and more in our children. 
And if we can just teach them that gift of being present, Mm. I think that comes from just really like looking around their environment and seeing what's in front of them and their siblings and all the wonderful things that they have currently. um, It might help with the fear. And also communicating. If, you know, Bodhi's got um, camp, sleepaway camp coming up in four nights and he was not in four nights, four, four nights, Mm -hmm. and he's going to be sleeping away from us for that long period of time without us around and without his siblings. And he's like nervous about who's going to be in his dormitory. Yeah. He's like, I wrote down these friends, but what if they're not going to be in there? And if I don't. And so uh, we were like, okay, let's get to the root of this worry. Like what, what will happen? Let's really like get beneath the worry here. And what could the scenario look like? And we sort of broke it down what the issue was. And he was like, oh, well, it would actually be fine if I ended up with these guys because, like, they're really fun and actually they're quite fun in this way. And these guys are a little bit – and I feel like I'd probably get to sleep earlier if I was with these guys. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. So his feelings dissipated because we were able to just Mm -hmm. sit and be present and be like, hang on, let's just hold a beat before our mind runs away. Let's just, like, get beneath the feelings here. What are they? Oh, I see. I see what's going on with you. And then checking in afterwards, like, how how are you feeling about that now mm-hmm. and he was like I feel really good and I'm so excited about camp which yes. is wonderful yeah doing the body check like head to toe like how is my head how is my you know body how are my arms how are my shoulders am I relaxed you know and like walking them through that little body check and um I think that's so important and you're so right about there's so many kids that um have anxiety and um if we're not able to sit down and have a conversation with them about it imagine what happens with our own anxiety like for me um you know I there was one morning when I was journaling even just like in January and I remember I was looking back in my journal to read something to Teresa And I saw this like little line that I wrote, which was some mornings I wake up and I I have anxiety the moment I wake up and I don't know why. And so I and that was like the first thing in my journal. And I think writing that down even was releasing. I was like saying it out loud Mm -hmm. and saying, "Okay, I'm feeling anxious. I've woken up with this feeling. I don't know if it's like lack of sleep or if it has something to do with dreaming or leftover stuff from yesterday, whatever it is. Like usually when you wake up in the morning, you feel pretty good. I woke up feeling anxious and some mornings Mm -hmm. I feel that way. But then I need to like talk about it, write it down, check in with my body, do some deep breaths, rest, listen to, you know, meditation music for 10 minutes and like try to let some of that go, do my breathing. And then it really subsides. And, you know, if we're able Mm -hmm. to even do that with kids, like that's such a beautiful thing before COVID, um, Wyatt and I were trying to find a time to spend just him and I together. This is like before winter um, was born. And so in the mornings, he and I actually woke up really early before Esme and the sun would be coming up and we did tea ceremony together. And so he would actually Uh do the tea ceremony and he would like, you know, pour, I would pour the hot water for him, but then he would pour it over the leaves and he would like clean the bowls. And then um, Nikki Reed actually taught him how to do it. And then um, he poured tea for him and I, and then we would sit there together and we would just have a moment in the morning before we were rushing out to go to school 
um, where we would just talk. And it was like a, you know, 10 minute thing. It wasn't like a huge mm -hmm. production, um, but it was special to the both of us. And I often think back to that time of like how relaxing that was and how nice and sweet. And it was entering your day in such a peaceful way, watching the sun come up with yeah. my little kid. Um, and so I, I do feel like that helps to calm the nervous system as well is like having a little bit of a moment in the morning and sort of setting this intention for the day. That's so true. And I feel like so many people listening will be like, oh my gosh, my mornings are so rushed. Like we're so making rushed. school lunches and we're trying to get them, trying to get them out the door on time. And then in the car, yeah. it's like, go, go, go. And I yes. actually hate feeling like that. I really do the not worst. like the rush like come on guys Same. and the nag like why isn't your shoes come on put your shoes on like you haven't got so your socks bad. on like this this morning Bodie like was uh playing with his Pokemon cards and I was like dude we're gonna be so late like I, you're not even dressed yet yeah but then it's that that sort of like heightened energy which also doesn't set them up no. for a good day but luckily we have a 40 minute commute to get to school in Australia and then 45 to an hour commute in America to an American school. But I can use that time mm. to reset. If anything's felt like yes. the nervous system's like, you know, go, 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 like so much adrenaline pumping, we can use that time to reset with our kids. You can put it on a really like calming meditation. You can listen to music that feels really good or even better yet, which I like to do is just turn everything off and just like have a check-in yeah. with your kids. What are you excited about? What's going on at school? Like tell me about that. Um, and just like how are you feeling? Are you happy? Mm. What are your favorite things at the moment? What's hard at the moment? You know, so there are so many ways that we can communicate with our children and start to fold in this mindfulness as a part of their routine and then talk to them that about their dreams and how wonderful and how like valid their dreams are and how important they are mm -hmm. and how we can take all these little baby steps towards achieving those things. Oh, I love that. That is so amazing. Okay. I want to sign up first, uh, be first in line for your course, your manifesting course. I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of people here who feel the same. So um, we can't wait to hear the details of where that's coming oh. out and when that's happening. Um, Daisy, Thanks, thank Judy. you so much for this uh, amazing topic and idea. And, you know, we really wanted to incorporate and not just talk about um, manifesting, you know, for ourselves, but also just like how that can help play into our children and their dreams and their goals. And um, and this whole idea of, of just sitting in gratitude and helping um, through some of these big feelings that we have. So um, thank you guys uh, for this idea. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>